Hello. Hi, how are you doing today, guys? This is Tony, and welcome to the very first show of The Talk with me, Tony. Uh, I am so glad to finally be here with you guys today. Uh, I had a long day, guys, okay? Like, ugh, I really wanted to do this thing at like 7.30, but I was out all day running errands, doing stuff, basically at work. And of course, if you're in the DMV area, you know it's fucking freezing right now. Like, literally, it was like 10 degrees yesterday. I know some other people in other parts of the world might think that's nothing, but that was like horrid, okay? That was fucking horrid all day. So, it was just like a lot going on. And luckily, I was able to finally get home, unwind, relax, and just let my mind sit back, you know, and calm and mellow itself out. And I was just thinking about the events of the day. Um,. Yeah, I really wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about, like, a million and billion on topics. But honestly, I just wanted to talk about this thing that I saw today because I thought it was really fucking sweet. So today, I was at my job, and I was looking out the window, and there was this girl. She works um, across the street from where I do. And uh, I believe she was getting off work because she was standing outside for quite a while, for maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes. So I'm watching her, and she's this tiny little thing. Um, couldn't be more than, like... 18, 19 years old, maybe a little older, you know. Um, and she's just, she's small, she's short, and she's really just freezing her ass off. <laughs> she didn't have anything on but this really light jacket, and she had her apron on from her job. And she's standing there, she's looking to the left, looking to the right, looking to the left, looking to the right. She's on the street. I'm guessing she's waiting for a ride or a cab or something. So I'm like, where is this chick going? Um, she ends up, like a car pulls up in front of her. And it's, you know, a guy gets out and, uh, from their interaction, I'm guessing they're intimate of some sort. I guess it's her boyfriend. But you guys, the sweetest thing happens. So he gets out of the car and he has a blanket and a scarf and a hot cup of, I guess, coffee or hot chocolate or something. I don't know what it was, but it was fucking steaming because all the way from where I was across the street in my store with the, through the glass, I could see the fucking steam. I was like, oh my God. And it was from home. You know, it wasn't from a store. And he, like, you know, he pulled right up, like, on her. And, um, you know, he hopped out of the car. And he bundled, he went and hugged her and they kissed. And he bundled her up. He put a jacket on her. He put the blanket around her and the scarf around her. And he bundled her up with, and he gave her the thing, uh, the cup. And then, you know, like, they made out for, like, two seconds. And then he, like, opened the door and let her in the car. And then they zoomed off. And, you know, I guess it was a small gesture of, you know, care and, kindness but honestly that was probably the sweetest thing i've seen all day and it just had me thinking you know hey guys whatever happened to romance hmm you don't see shit like that nowadays honestly you don't especially not in the black gay community (laughs) which is where i can only speak from because that's my only real experience being a black gay male i mean of course we're all good guys most of us and we do sweet things for each other but to get to that level to get to that point it takes so much energy and so much time i was just relating that watching them as opposed to like at around the same time today i was like getting hit on hit up i like most people in this area and most people period i have used dating apps i have jack grinder you know i know all about the little hookup apps and i was just kind of frustrated because like i don't know lately i've been on this thing where i really have wanted to talk to people and get to know people and meet people But everybody seems to be on this one word, sup, yo, what you doing? 
or just, you know, a picture of their body, you know, their dick, their ass. And that's it. You know, they don't see anything much more communication needs to take place. They just want to know where you are, what time, what's your position. And I guess that could work for some people, but maybe it's not really working for me. Honestly, I need something different. I need, hmm. I need love ultimately, but love doesn't just pop up and I'm no longer putting my effort, energy, or time into what I consider Pop-Tart or Hot Pocket relationships. And you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that, right? You know, these little relationships when you meet somebody and y'all click on some level and you're together because it's cold outside, you know, so for the winter months, y'all bun up. Or, you know, you hook up with them because y'all look cute together, but the second things go south in any way, y'all broke up. Bitch, y'all got time for that, these four or five month relationships. No, I'm looking for something more, something substantial, something for the long fucking haul. If you get what I'm saying, right? All right. I mean, so like thinking about it, I think part of the reason that's like there's so much issue in our community. So let's look at this whole thing as a big hole, right? All right. So firstly, people don't like to talk to each other. I get it. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. A lot of us have intimacy issues. And a lot of people have issues being direct or honest about what they want, their feelings. And yes, there's a big part of it of bitch, I'm just horny. So I can't get mad at nobody. I'm not mad at none of the girls, you know. But firstly, I personally believe this this reality that comes with speaking and telling the person what you really want. So like say for instance you hit me up online and you just you know. There are a lot of things that need to be said when you're speaking to someone online. You know, you need to, um, honestly, you need to ask certain questions. First, if you're hitting me up for sex at all, in any way, shape, or form, you need to be asking me several very important questions. Firstly, you know, what is your HIV status? What is your STD status? What is your STI status? When was the last time you got tested? Um, do you have protected sex or do you have unprotected sex? You know, these are just questions. I don't understand why people get so, uh, so nervous about them and so finicky and a lot of times with people who get really really uh weary or really really you know nervous or act weird about it are actually negative people or people who claim to be negative i've never encountered i have yet to encounter a positive person who had issue or took fault with answering any of those questions because the reality is a person who is positive already has probably been through or experienced any like you know negative backlash and stuff like that and they understand what it's like you know, most of them have probably, you know, didn't ask or were in some kind of weird situation and they, you know, they ended up where they are. And that's not talking bad about anyone. It's just explaining that when a person already is there, they know what it's like to be going through it. So they're not going to do that to someone else, not knowingly or willingly. So if you ask the question, they're going to answer you honestly most of the time. And, um, and it just takes a question and it shouldn't take away from the romance or the sex or the hotness of the situation. Just because you ask the person a physical question about their body that you want to engage yourself with does not mean you're asking them anything intrusive. However, you shouldn't be rude or disrespectful. You shouldn't come with them like, hey, what's up with you? You clean? You know, you don't got enough, do you? Like, how dare you hit me up asking me all these questions, but then you're, hit, you're saying it in what I would probably perceive as a disrespectful manner or a disparaging manner. And the question, are you clean, is so fucking rude. Like, let me explain to you how fucking rude that question is. That's like asking the motherfucker. Like, that's, that's, uh, that's, in my head, that's the same as, like, uh, you know, 
white person traditionally saying to a black person, like if a black person was bringing something to their table, oh, is, were your hands clean? You know, just because you're black, you know, that's the same thing. A person who is HIV positive is not dirty. And to look down on them, discriminate against them, or to be disparaging to them in any way is hurtful, it's harmful, and it's just plain disgusting. It's disgusting. And it makes, honestly, it's part of the reason, like, the disease itself is still spreading. Because people don't want to talk about it. People are ashamed. People keep quiet. And other people don't ask questions, and the disease spreads. And so, you know, you got to have these honest conversations. You got to be real. And you got to be open. You can't judge people. You can't pass judgment. Because just as easily, you could be in their shoes. And as far as the people who have HIV go, you know, you should always be honest, always be upfront. And don't let people bring you down, guys. Like, you know. I understand that you are not a bad person. You are not a disgusting person. There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> You're beautiful, kid. You just got to know that. You have to understand where you are in life and what happens or happened. And you have to own your, you have to be responsible, own your part of whatever happened. And then you have to forgive yourself. You do. You have to forgive yourself. You have to trust your decisions. You have to not feel ashamed. Seriously, you do. And you really should talk to somebody. Because a lot of people don't talk to people, and honestly, they end up developing, uh, you know, paranoias and certain psychoses that travel and cause big problems. You know, a lot of gay males do not trust people, and especially gay males who have been infected. They they become very distrustful, and they become very s- cynical. And cynicism is a big part of like, you know, goes going back to my original topic. You know, people not trusting, people not meeting, talking. You know, because people have these preconceived notions of you. Hell, you know how many people will hit you up, talk to you, like you, be all in your face, but the second like, online, but the second you meet them in person, they like stand off. It's like, mm, like they're observing you because they're cynical. They're trying to see if you're, they have a negative picture of you in their head and they're trying to see if it matches up in reality. And that's kind of crazy. Ooh, I don't know if y'all like got it. <laughs> I was just playing a song. Oh, God. So I'm doing this on this new app called uh, Anchor. And I thought it was going to, it said it was going to let me do like a whole like little 30 minute stretch. But apparently it's only letting me do this in increments. But you know what? That actually works better because that way I can just talk. And it gives me like second after each look and, you know, installment to like get my thoughts together and pull them together. And it let me play a song, you know, and I always, I wanted to do that. I was like, oh, I'm going to pick a song and it's going to be in the middle of my show. And it's going to like. It'll be the song of the evening. So I just finished playing, um, giving him something he can feel, honey. You know, from uh, <laughs> from originally from Mother Aretha Franklin. But I played, of course, the Invogue version, and I was just in here going for it, honey. You know, because, you know, you got to give him something he can feel. <laughs> now, honestly, I was just really thinking about all of the stuff I was just talking about. Because to me, I mean, everything, I mean, it's just a lot that goes into ultimately finding a partner and dating and that's what I really was trying to get at earlier when I first started this show like you know seeking romance like I want to start dating again I want to start dating intimately you know I want to meet people I want to meet a person and you know go on a real date I mean fuck a movie fuck going to sit in the theater where you can't talk to nobody fuck them little shiny ass dinners like child and fuck coffee date I mean coffee dates are cute bitch but I guess but you know, why don't you do something that will take you out of your comfort zone, bitch? Like, why don't you guys go paddle boating, you know? Or why don't you guys go rock climbing, you know? I don't know. Why don't you guys go to a restaurant where they don't speak any English, you don't know what's on the menu, and you just completely just order something and just see what happens? 
you know, <laughs> or go to see a live show, you know, go to like a jazz show or like a rock band concert or something like that. Oh, 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 um, the Kennedy Center every day at uh, noon to 2 p.m. The Kennedy Center has a free matinee show. People didn't even know that. You just go to their website and they have a free matinee show of whatever they're performing that uh, month. So you guys can know that. It's a perfect way to go and see something live, see something exciting, see something you probably didn't even think about. They play all kinds of shows, you know, Broadway shows, Shakespeare, all kinds of shit. And you would like it. And, you know, I mean, this is just a list of things, you know. I personally, when I go on a first date, it needs to be exciting. So I like to do really silly shit, like go to the Ferris wheel at the harbor or go, you know swimming in a tank full of not sharks but like maybe like stingrays or something you know <laughs> not because i'm really like no fucking daredevil or nothing like that but because i want to have fun and i want to put a person out of their comfort zone but i want us to both kind of be energetic like into it <laughs> the last real day i went on i went on this date and it was like more of a friend date but um we went on a date we went to a haunted it was on a haunted house it was like around halloween um it wasn't a haunted house it was like a haunted trail and it, it went around, it was like a, five, a two mile trail. And it had like six stops on the trail. So you walked around, there were motherfuckers out on the like trail, jumping out at you, throwing shit at you. And then you had to go into each stop and they were like houses and they were all set up like, you know, one was a mental institution, one was like a whorehouse where they were like killing people. It was fucking scary, but it forced me and him, my date to be together and be like, kind of like, ah, you know, but we had fun, we had an amazing time. And I like stuff like that, I think are great first dates. As opposed to like, you know, just going, trying to meet somebody, supping them, you know. I mean, look, I don't have nothing against the ass and I have nothing against hooking up. But lately, like I said, I just been wanting to talk to motherfuckers. And I'm pretty sure I done pissed off about maybe like, you know, one or 12 people or so. But <laughs> by kind of like getting them, hanging out on them, talking on the phone or on a line, on a chat line. And then getting them here and I guess they thinking, you know, they're going to come through and get them some good little butt. And you know, something like that, some good neck. <laughs> And all they end up getting is a long ass conversation. And bitch, they be over it. Like, girl, child, one one man came over here, child, and pulled his dick out. He was ready, honey. He was like, yeah, suck my dick. I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and like, I mean, I think y'all think I'm lying. I think he, I know he thought I was lying, child, but I really wasn't in the mood to just suck no dick. I wanted to talk first. I mean, if he had waited, we would, I would have, but he eventually got, he got so irritated, he just left. And I was like, oh. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Man with the penis. You know, I wasn't trying to be coquettish or a tease or anything. I just, I, you know, I wanted to like him in order to actually physically engage with him, even if that just meant, you know, vibing. And it was like, that was not something he was willing to do. Like, and I keep encountering that. And I'm like, why is this energy in? Where is this energy coming from? What's the tea? So yeah, I don't know. I know my real issue is it's because where I'm seeking romance or where I'm seeking love is in places that essentially, you know, they don't cater to that. They cater to sex. They cater to bodies, you know, and I, I know there are good guys out there, but I know I'm going to have to look for them other places than the apps, you know, um, you know, because I can't do it anymore. I can't do all this sex, all this crazy talk, all these crazy fucking people, too. And I can't do these, you know, pop-tart relationships, as I call them, or these, you know, um, 
hot pocket relationships. And y'all know what I'm talking about when I say that. I'm talking about these relationships that are so quick. They come together. You know, it's not real, honey. It's not like a real It ain't real, honey. It ain't together. But you're going to go ahead and, you know, all you girls try that shit. And I've tried it too, you know. Try, think it's going to fill me up. That shit don't do nothing but give me heartburn, bitch. And that's the C. I don't want... I don't want to put no more of my time and my effort into anything or anyone that's not worth it. And especially when it comes to my heart and my relationships, I really don't want to be putting that stuff out there with nobody who's going to get the fuck up my nerves. Like, honestly, bitch, <laughs> I don't want to put my effort into something just so I can say that I'm with somebody. You know, I'm very comfortable being by myself, you know. And I think, you know, part of my problem was like I, I used to not be, you know. So I used to, I, I ain't going to say I used to get into a lot of relationships. I mostly just had a lot of friends and people around me all the time, but... You know, I did deal with a lot of shit that I didn't necessarily need to or, or should not have had to because I was just like, oh, well, you know, you know, this is a lot of drama, but I'll just put up with it. Mm, bitch, no more. No more, not that. You know? It's not saying that I can't. If I were to meet somebody, I wouldn't accept them and their flaws and their faults and, you know, whatever. Because everybody comes with strings. Everybody comes with something. Um, so, you know, but I would say, like, I would only make those exceptions or I would only adjust if, you know, like I said, it was a real working situation. Like if we took time to get to know each other Uh, in this area, dating is so difficult and it's so weird because people are just not, I guess they're not open to it. You know, you're not looking for dating, but it's so funny because everybody wants sex and everybody says they're looking for friends and they're, you know, this whole situation thing. And I'm looking for, I'm looking for somebody to who I can call, boo, you know, all this other shit. You know, you read somebody's profile and it's telling you they want, I want somebody who can cook, clean, this, that, and the fourth. I want to hang out with you. I want to spend all the time with you. You know, asking you essentially to do everything that a boyfriend would or a husband would. But they don't want to title it. Oh, NSA, no strings attached. I don't want to do that. You know, nope. People are so fucking afraid of fucking attachment. They're afraid of titles. And they're really afraid of fucking, um, you know, making a commitment. And me personally, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you girls, but look, if we together, but you together, you my man, you mine, honey. And I'm going to say it out loud. I don't necessarily, we don't need to hop on Facebook and make it on the, no thing on the thing. We don't need to be on Instagram. Low key, I really don't be wanting the girls in my face about who I'm dating because bitches is nasty. As soon as they find out you got a man, girl, they all in his inbox. Bitch, it's okay, girl, because most of the time, my he shows me most of his shit, girl. And I'll be like, ooh. <laughs> hell i see most of y'all shit anyway most of y'all girls don't even know i don't see all y'all pics bitch i got a whole dick vault on my phone but beyond that <laughs> beyond that what i'm saying is that you know i just don't want people who don't want to put their energy and effort into it but yet they still want and i keep it i, I encounter that i'm like what the hell is up with y'all you know, I'll be laughing. I'll be asking people questions like, why you want you? Why are you basically saying you want a man, but you don't want a man? And they be like, yeah, because I want to be able to do me. Bitch, what is doing you, girl? Fucking? Are you talking about fucking? And I met so many bad fucks. Like, let me tell you something. I had sex with people. All right. I'm not ashamed. I do not worry about it. I don't give a fuck. You can slut shame me. Call me all names. Girl, I don't give a fuck. I had sex, honey. A decent amount. And I've had good sex. But I also done had some boring sex and I had some dry sex, child. I done had motherfuckers in here. Yeah, call me daddy. Call me this. Tell me you let me look me in my eye. I'm like, ooh. Motherfuckers be wanting to kiss their breath and shit. I was all fucked up with their lips all crusty. I'm like, bitch, uh-uh. You know, and I'm intimate, bitch. If you ever been with me, you know I'm intimate, bitch. I like looking in the eyes. I like kiss. I like playing with your nipples, your hair. I like, uh, moaning. All of that shit, you know. So to me, you know, you really got to be a turn off. But motherfuckers just be thinking like, 
Like, they nasty. They be just thinking you're just a fucking walking sex monkey. And yes, sex is a big part of men, period. And especially the gay community. But sex is not everything, kids. Sex is not everything. And you guys cannot treat sex like it's just a fucking thing to do. Like, you gotta start treating sex like it's fun, vital, and important. Treat sex like... So, okay, I was gonna say, the last thing I was gonna say in part four was treat sex with reverence, meaning respect your body, respect the other person. Getting away from all of that, I wanted to say, you know, ultimately, sex shouldn't be a big deal. And I really want, I really want to just say this to the DMV area specifically, specifically to my young black gay males, my millennials, hell, older black gay males, men of color, period, people. Look, you know, there's nothing wrong with being intimate, and there's nothing wrong with actually seeking love. And I've met some really great and some really dope people out there, and you all are out there. And I've, I can honestly say, like, over my years of being a part of this community, you know, maybe I have encountered my fair share of drama or seen my sh- my fair share of shade or whatever, but nothing I've seen has been so all-encompassing to the fact that, or to the point where I'm like, oh, fuck this, fuck these people, I'm never, ever going to ever, ever, ever deal with any of them ever again. You know, you might back off for, for a while or back away from certain people, certain situations, but ultimately, you know, this is a community and we can, we can foster more than just a sexualized situation we can foster more than this a drug culture we can foster more than just shade you know especially amongst my black gay males like honestly i have met and been had the pleasure of meeting and being in the presence of so many talented and artful and artistic and articulate and colorful individuals you know from all areas of the world from all walks of life and they're funny and they're vibrant and they're engaging and it's you know it's fascinated me it's made me very happy you know and I've always like you know I've always loved meeting people with very open hearts and people who are very accepting you know because it's very hard to find people out here who are accepting you know and even amongst our community we have a tendency to be shady and shameful and rude and we read each other and we we talk about each other and i always think this shit is so funny because like i said i got a, I got a lot of people's tea bitch and a lot of you girls do the exact same thing and it's not me judging you bitch because i probably do the same shit too but it's like why are you talking about her when you do the exact same thing why are you talking about him when you doing the exact same? like if you like girl come on like let the shit go you know and a lot of times it just is like who are we trying to impress you know, I think it's impressive when a person is just purely themselves and they're just purely beautiful. And I love what people have to offer. So going back to the romance thing, I mean, I really think there's a lot to offer out there. And I think if we work on our communication, I think if people work on what they want and they seek more than sex, I think I think we all have a better life or at least a happier life. I know me going into 2018, I am no longer dealing with that crazy shit. And you know what? I think, you know, I hope that you guys no longer deal with that crazy shit either. I mean, hey, if you want to just fuck and fuck and fuck, by all means, fuck and fuck and fuck. Just be smart, be safe, and be honest. Okay? And be sex positive, you know? If you want to have sex, have sex. And don't be ashamed to have sex, honey. Just ask the right, like I said, just ask the right questions. And be honest and upfront about what you want, okay? Don't sit there expecting somebody. Don't ask nobody, hey, What's up? And they say, what's up? You say, you tell me. Bitch, can't nobody read your rant. You better open your mouth and say, bitch, what the fuck you want? Okay, girl, because a closed mouth don't get fed, girl. And I'm not going to sit here and try to guess no game with no grown-ass man. All right.
Ugh. Listen to me rambling on. I did not intend to make this five-part thing. But you know what? I'm so glad I had a lot on my mind. And I was able to get that out. It was like a plug. <laughs> so, um, for tonight, I'm just going to close this out tonight. And I'm going to say thank you to all my listeners, to all the people who tuned in. Um, definitely listen. I'm going to try to fix it next week so it can um, be a little longer, all one segment. But, um, yeah, we're gonna, I'm definitely going to be back. And thank you all so much for listening. This is my first show again. This is The Tea with Tony. And ah, I'm just excited. So uh, definitely leave your comments. Send me messages. Let me know how you think, what you think. And, you know, if you want to hear any topics of conversation, if you want to start calling in, we'll definitely start working on that. All right? Anyway, you all have a lovely evening, a blessed night. Keep it cute. Keep it safe. I love you guys. Good night.